0: Hello, 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 and welcome to the Super Bowl preview show with Onside Punts.
1: 32 teams entered into September, and only two remain, but only one, Cad. We'll have the right and the privilege to raise the
0: Lombardi trophy. Mm, I'm Cad. I'm homie. And we are diving into the final game of the season. It's the bye week. Everyone's talking Super Bowl weekend. We've come so far from the start of September. And think back over to the draft of this year. Homie, are you getting swept up in the hype? Are you excited? Oh,
1: I'm excited, but I don't want to wait any more, <laughs> I am ready to go. I want this game now. It's uh, It's an uncomfortable wait. It's an uncomfortable wait.
0: It is. And, you know, we had the Pro Bowl kind of tick over last weekend. And, it was, you know, it's tickled my, you know, scratched an itch a little bit. But I, just, I want to watch a football game. I think the hardest thing for Australians is we've got two weekends
1: in between yeah. the games. Mm. So we've got that. We've got a real stretch to wait. you think, where is this game? It must be just here. But, you know, it's just around the corner. We're almost there. I hope you got your Monday leave booked in. Oh, yeah. Or if you're rich enough, maybe you've bought one of those suites and headed over to Vegas.
0: <laughs> All those yacht parties that are happening on Sydney Harbour or there's tailgates in Melbourne. Like there's so many more Super Bowl parties than there ever were. It's definitely yeah, growing it, here
1: it, now. It's great. And it's uh, it's really good to get involved. And um, we've got a little, at the end of it, we'll give you hints on how to get around work and different things if you need that advice. But it's exciting times. And we've also, you know, we've got our competition that runs to an end today, Cad. So yeah. we'll be announcing that within the show as well, which is exciting for someone. They might wear that to their Super Bowl party.
0: Are you going to get them the prize that quickly? Oh, well, don't make promises you uh, can't keep,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think Australia Post only, uh, only delivers once every second day now, isn't that? Didn't they come down with that? We'll uh, have to see. We, are in a, we, we talk about America, but we don't have American services over here, so we can't get it to <laughs> overnight, but we'll try our very, very best. Let me. I'll tell you that much.
0: All right. Well, we've got a big game. We should dig it in by introducing the teams, homie. Let's get into it. All right. Can you hear me?
1: Yep, we got you now, coach. We're ready when you are. Okay, great. Let us play, man. Like, let us play the game. I
0: and then mean, whatever happens, happens. Mahomes on the run. Kelsey in the middle. Kelsey touchdown. Knee. Let's go. I knew going on the road we were going to be okay. We got a lot of dogs in that locker room. Let's get brighter. He plays better. And that's a true mark of the champion. And that's what he is. Chiefs are still the Chiefs, and believe it. <laughs> you got to fight. Like the Chiefs, you can disrespect the Chiefs. You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs. The Chiefs have the little hot coffee, and they're taking it
1: to Vegas for Super Bowl 58. Cab they've been here before, playing for the last five Super Bowls. It feels almost normal to have the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, but this season has been anything but. In the regular season, they ended 11-6. and six. The NFL world had questions over this offense, And we thought there might have been a weakness or two here with the inability for this Chiefs offense to score. But as all great teams do, this team turned up to the postseason and as the seven seed went on a run, knocking out the Dolphins before heading on the road for the very first time in playoffs history, they took care of the number two seed, the Buffalo Bills, and then the number one seed, the Baltimore Ravens. Mm. To be the champion, you've got to beat the champion, and this team is full of them. This team sits on the edge of a dynasty led by their superstar quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. He's yet to throw a pick in this postseason and is the youngest quarterback to ever start four Super Bowls. He already has two rings, and he's ready to add that third. But you can't mention Mahomes without Kelsey. He'll walk into the Hall of Fame when his career is over, but he wants more success and he's hungry for it. This team is full of champions, but when they're looking for momentum and energy, there's only one name, Isaiah Pacheco. He's the heart of this team. He's the power of this team, and he loves to run angry. These are some of my favorite characters for the Chiefs, but there's a new flavor in town, and then one you'll get to enjoy in this Super Bowl. He's the shining light when times are tough, and he's become Pat Mahomes' number one wide receiver. That's Rasheed Rice, the young wide receiver rookie He's been incredible and he's become so reliable for this team. While the offense has got all the focus, it's been the Chiefs' defense that's kept them in this that's kept them rolling this year. The second best defense in the regular season led by their 6 foot 6 beast Chris Jones. he even got to sit out the start of the season as he waited for his mm. contract to get paid. He got that but money don't back. Worry. He got but it. don't off. worry, they're getting paid now. <laughs> he is cashed in on every little moment, and you give them a chance, they'll take your money too. They play lights out football, and they're led in their defence by Trent McDuffie, Ladarius Sneed, and Nick Bolton. Oh, cat i am pumped! <laughs> this team, what a team! I got to.
0: Firstly, I got to congratulate you on the Ray Warren-esque intro. I felt the state of origin when men become titans, kind of type of vibe. That's there. what it, I was aiming for. It, That's what I was aiming for. I think I the
1: I wanted you to feel it. I I was like, how
0: can I hype this team up? And I, geez, they they are a good team. Mate, they don't even, like, that was incredible. They don't even need it just with the, we know that they've been before. As you said, this is home turf for them. Just even if it's not their home ground, playoffs are where they play best. It's an intimidating force. I'm pumped, Cad, but there's another team, and you need to give it to me
1: right now. Take us to that team.
0: The NFC Championship Trophy. For the Super Bowl, bound San Francisco 49ers! Man, that's what NFL football is all about, to go in a hostile environment like that. Like, we're excited, we're ready for it. Jennings has his first catch, coming off
1: his best game, to arm Jennings, crunch from behind. Green, McCaffrey trying to gash it, Christian McCaffrey well, Faithful! Purdy, underneath for the touchdown! That is first time, not going to lie. But, and here we are now. Let's go Faithful, we're back, baby!
0: Last season, this team's dreams were dashed after Brock Purdy was injured before the conference final. They fell short in that game, but always claimed if Brock was in, they were going to win. They've made good on these claims and have made it to the Super Bowl with the last pick in the draft as their quarterback. They've got more stars than any other team. They've been a powerhouse in the NFC this season, winning the number one seed. Coming in as favorites in this matchup, they have to live up to the hype. You already know the characters. Brock Purdy at quarterback, very last pick in the draft. Mr. Irrelevant has been leading this team, despite season-long doubts on his talent as a QB. Christian McCaffrey, best running back in the league, with the most touchdowns of the season. Traded from the Panthers is now the undisputed superpower of this team. Devo Samuel, can't forget about him because they fall apart. If he's not there, he's the linchpin for the passing game. Both McCaffrey and Devo are so talented. They can change roles at will, making this offense diabolical to defend. Speaking of defense, where do you start, homie? Scariest defensive line in the league. Chase Young, big man, Eric Armstead, Javon Hargrave, Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw, all led by the big, the scary, and always handsome Nick Bosa. Lastly, we can't forget about him. He's keeping your bet alive, homie, that an Australian will win the get Super it done, Bowl get it and the AFL Grand Final. It's one of the best punters in the league, Mitch Wisnowski, hailing from Perth in Australia, representing us all. Huge matchup, homie. We're two massive teams that just can't get any bigger. It's unbelievable.
1: Firstly, how do they fit that under the salary cap? I don't Second know. I, I really that don't. Oh, I'm so excited <laughs> now. Give me, get me around. Let's do this. Let's not wait any longer. Let's get this matchup going.
0: Oh. Let's start off. They have seen each other on this exact stage before. They've played a Super Bowl, where unfortunately didn't go well for the Niners.
1: Yeah, this is an interesting one. I guess it's hard to factor in. Like, do we really need to care? But there's we should because there's a little bit of some of these wounds are still cut open. They are fresh. They're open to the environment. The flies haven't got to them yet. Is <laughs> that a poor description? We'll <laughs> <Yeah>, leave it <laughs> in. All right, they met in they met in Super Bowl Fifty Four. They met in Super Bowl Fifty Four, and it didn't appear to be going the way of the Chiefs when the when the Niners were leading twenty to ten, rolling into the fourth quarter. Cad mm. three TDs in the last to give the Chiefs their win.
0: It, it feels like what that game is what the Niners just did to the Lions to get into this game. <laughs> They're familiar with how it hurts, and they've put it on another team. Very different teams, though. Now it's it, there are different players, but some things are still the same. Mahomes is there. 49ers haven't been able to beat Mahomes anytime they've come up against him. There's some similarities, but the 49ers weren't this stacked at the time.
1: The world changed after this game as well. This is just before COVID hit. (laughs) So they're probably, I think we might have all changed by now. And uh, the thing to take out of it was little Andy Reidney's trickery. He, uh, he rolled a play that was from the 1948 Rose Bowl during this game. <laughs> it's
0: gone vintage. And was,
1: Andy Reid is the master of it. And as we said before, he every coaching tree aligns with him. And him and Kyle Shanahan, they have history. They've, they've coached together. This is not the first time. They, they know each other
0: very well. There's a lot to dig into this game. Many factors, many storylines, but we're going to get to it all after this. All right, homie, Let's start with where these teams are at coming into the big game.
1: Well, Super Bowl week fortnight, whichever way you want to look at it, <laughs> didn't start off well for the Chiefs, and Andy Reid had to, uh, he had to answer some questions to the press after Kadarius Tony got on a little bit of a rant, or mm. he was saying a few words S- that he shouldn't speaking, be
0: speaking, speaking his mind, uh, which you really canidly. shouldn't be doing. Yeah, yeah very kindly.
1: Yeah, when he should not have been. And he's, uh, he's he's proposed that he is not injured at all and they have just not chose to play him, which is uh, not great. So Andy Reid had to answer these questions, obviously, because it is against the NFL rules.
0: Yeah, it's a big no-no. Obviously, he's been kind of put on the, to the side. They said injury in personal reasons. And as everyone's kind of figuring out that Kadarius hasn't figured out for himself is the personal reasons are he's a detriment to this team and they're just trying to keep him off the field. Uh, ahead In of a way, his...
1: they were trying to save his career and he's just gone and put a big old pen through it. Yeah, So he's, he's about done. He'll struggle to get a new team now. Yeah?
0: It is funny to look back on the fact that start of the season, now that we're at the last game, they were, we're going to build our offense around Kadarius, Tony. And you get to the big game that you got into, but you're like, no, not anymore. We're actually trying to hide him under the covers.
1: It's a, it's a weird storyline that they had to cover and they would not have been happy. But the beauty of Super Bowl week is it disappeared very quickly. Very quickly,
0: quickly yeah. Yeah, buried in this But Israel. one
1: story that won't disappear is the sad news that Charles O'Menohu, the defensive end for the Chiefs, he has sustained an ACL injury and will not be featuring in the Super Bowl. Super sad news here. Obviously, uh, he would have been highlighted from the game against Baltimore. He was the guy that got the strip sack against Lamar Jackson. Mm. Massive player here for the Chiefs. We can't underestimate what this out will mean for them. It would have been most likely that him and Chris Jones lined up together to attack that weak side of the of the Niners' O line. Yeah, they're going to have to do some moving parts now to fix that gap, and a really bad out for them here.
0: Yeah, I think if in any position, it's going to be a tough loss to lose a starter, but on the line, it's it's manageable for the Chiefs. They've got someone in their bench. I think they can hopefully get around that, but the impact could be something that the Niners want to expose. On the Niner side of things, George Kittle, tight end. He's questionable at the moment with a toe injury. He's not practiced this week, but I'd be surprised if he doesn't suit up for this game. He's got another week to rest up. I think Kittle's the kind of guy that toe fell off, was broken. think he's still going to play the game anyway. He wants to be on that field. Oh, he would cut it off if he had to, <laughs> wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And
1: he would love he would love this storyline. He'd probably go chirp everyone, telling them <laughs> that he's cut it off.
0: It's all nine <laughs> oh, toes. Can you
1: imagine him? Oh, he's a he's a good guy. Yeah, I like he's him.
0: Good, he, he's he, good. He's good Um Eric Armstead as well. He is questionable with a knee and foot injury, and that's all the description really says on the injury reports I've seen. Has been reoccurring from the end of the regular season. He did play last week, but currently not practicing. I'll have to watch how this one goes because we don't know if there's a specific tear, anything like that. Keep an eye out on that one as we progress. No drama for the 49ers so far, which is kind of nice because I feel one of the Super Bowl teams has to cop it. Let's get uh, to the Chiefs.
1: There go. That's Vegas. Yeah. This game is in Vegas, cat.
0: <laughs> oh, I nothing saw, good happens in Vegas, especially when football teams. I saw Patrick are
1: Mahomes there. say that it's a business trip, not a leisure trip. But <laughs> I, I can't believe that a fifty-three-man roster. Someone's not going to get up to a bit of mayhem in there,
0: and <laughs> all their family and all their friends and everyone. Yeah, you, oh, it will be a big day.
1: Yeah. It'd be a big day, but just, exciting,
0: exciting. Just got to be worried about Jackson Mahomes, Patrick's brother. I was just. I don't know what he's doing half the time and I think in yeah, Vegas. I don't think he's
1: he won't be in the box. I, <laughs> I don't
0: think so.
1: Well, if the players are a bit dusty, cad, they might get off to a slow start and this has been a big problem that we are seen for the 49ers so far this year, cad.
0: Yeah, in the past two games, 49ers haven't been off the mark until the second half really, and yes, they've won both these games from behind, so it's obviously they're good enough to fight back. But it's against the Chiefs, you know, who are so comfortable in playoff pressure. They're going to struggle.
1: Yeah, the big problem I've got here is we've seen the Chiefs in the postseason, they've dominated the first quarter and we've even seen in the last game eight consecutive plays, successful plays, Mm -hmm. and they've doubled every team in the first quarter, their scoreline, and I don't think you can give that up on the biggest
0: day of the year. Yeah, definitely not. But what about the second half for the Chiefs? Because what we saw last week was something different.
1: That is another storyline, isn't it? (laughs) Because we've got a tale of two tapes here. And we're seeing the difference when they couldn't even score in their second half. And the 49ers, we know they
0: get to business in the second half. What an interesting contrast of two different <laughs> yeah.
1: stars <styles> here, right?
0: <laughs> we could just see them take a break for the first half, kick it in in the next. It's an interesting one. I was trying to write down or collate some thoughts on how do you fix a slow start? It's something we talked about with the Bills in the regular season. They seem to fix it. I don't know how. There's no one gave us the answers for it. Do you think it has a lot to do with your focus, your how comfortable you are in the big lights? Like, I just think it's such... A, or is it adjusting in play calling? What is going to trigger someone to turn a slow start around?
1: It's the necessity to be successful. Yeah. Do the things you're good at, but do them well. We know that's what the Chiefs do every time. Mahomes, he mm-hmm. hits the players that he loves to hit. Yeah. We're going to see the same for them. And that for me means Christian McCaffrey.
0: He's going on Give a Give him the
1: ball. Yeah. Just... <laughs> If you're doing anything in that first, just let him let him grind them. Mm. Like let him hurt him and just get into the game. I think it's the
0: rhythm. Get into the game. I, I think rhythm's a big one and it's all in that first play and everyone always, the commentators dictate it as well. First team goes down, if they score, the other team then has to reply for it to be a close game. If they go three and out, it's one-sided all of a sudden. The momentum, the narrative, everything changes. My thinking is it comes down to the 49ers adjusting that play calling they make those changes at the end of the first quarter, not at the start of the third quarter, when it's a bit too late for them to catch a team like the Chiefs.
1: I think you any game, you can't you don't win it in the first half, but you can lose it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's the factor. Don't lose like be as close as you can because you we know once they get into rhythm, they're an exciting and dangerous team. But both teams here are are masters of situational play. So it's exciting that we talk about who is gonna have that that moment, that factor yeah. that knows the game situation. And then, well, we might as well jump into it because who do you feel is more nervous as a coaching group rolling <laughs> into this game?
0: It's, it's got to be the 49ers. It's got to be Kyle Shanahan and, and Steve Wilkes from the Niners. Andy Reid, man, we know he's the master play. He's done this so many times, so recently. He knows Patrick so well. He knows a lot of his players so well. Kyle, I've got to give him his flowers. He's still great, but he's... He's not Andy, right? He's not Andy Reid.
1: Well, like we said, he comes from the school of Andy, so yeah. you can't be, you know, he, none of them have beat the master yet. And he, what is he now? He's the second behind Bill Belichick as the most postseason wins. Mm. He's been eight years of AFC champs. They're just, it, this is designed for him. He is ready for these moments. And it's it's pretty scary. But who do you think he, is it Cole Shanahan versus Andy Reid or is it Cole Shanahan versus Steve Spagnuolo?
0: If, if you've seen all the media recently, it feels like everyone's finally giving the credit to Steve Spagnuolo out of nowhere. Chiefs defense, I guess that is the call. You've got to really break through them. That's probably the most consistent part of their game all season.
1: Yeah, they've been able to create turnovers, which they haven't been in the regular season. They're 28th in the regular season of for creating turnover plays, and they've really stepped it up in this in this postseason. They've also dialed up the blitz and timing on their pressure. They've been quite amazing. And uh, after last week's, they had some T-shirts in spags we trust. And I was thinking, (laughs) okay, all right, everyone's on board now. It is a spag show here.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting. I think with the coaching, I'm focusing so much on the play calling when I'm thinking of this game because because of the matchup we said. They both have elite players. They have superpowers in there. You know, there are some that outweigh either side, but, it comes down to these plays that they're calling and, and adjusting. I'm ready for some magic, honestly. I reckon there's going to be a couple of trick plays, maybe a fake punt here or there. I don't know. I mean, is it too big a stage?
1: Well, the Niners, they're renowned for their movement in the formation pre, pre-snap. Pre-snap, yeah. Yeah, and I, I can't imagine that they're going to let Spags settle because if they let him settle, he's going to come at them. So <laughs> I, I don't know if it's going to be a trick play but I think we'll see some variations on some of those movement plays definitely and
0: we talked about the matchups talked about the players do you want to go now to the difference makers you know there's two on your team that have to be talked about at length
1: yeah let's go straight there so there's probably only one name that I really need to roll up and that's Patrick Mahomes Mm. he's the quarterback he's the big time player he is everything for this team do you think that do you think he has to carry this team
0: yeah, I do honestly, because if Patrick's not there, this team isn't winning. Where you know, people say if Purdy's a system quarterback, if they say that, then another quarterback could carry the Niners through to this game.
1: It actually feels like Patrick Mahomes is he's a real fighter. And I think they've really found joy in being the underdog. Oh,
0: too.
1: They much, are fighting for that tag. It, it's they are fighting for that tag. They are loving that tag.
0: I really I'm disgusted more that when it's such an it's like calling Max Verstappen as I've used the comparison all season, but calling Max Verstappen an underdog in a race. It's like, yeah, but he's still Max Verstappen. He's still Jordan. He's still Tom Brady. Like you can't give an uh, underdog tag to the best quarterback in the league. Who has been when, killing this team in playoffs?
1: When you're when you're rolling the dynasty tag around, I don't think you get to go <laughs> underdog as well, right? Yeah, you can't it doesn't. Have both storylines, running could, could on the same page. No, I, I've I just got a question,
0: it, though. Pat, Pat Mahomes, we know he's amazing. We know he's excellent. How worried are you if the 49ers get under his skin? Because we saw in a lot of games, regular season, when he starts to get frustrated, he really, really starts to drop his. Style, He gets stressed out. The balls start getting dropped. He misplaces a couple. That could turn the tide in this game, or do you think he can absorb that pressure these days?
1: Mahomes is actually calm on the field in those moments. It's when he gets to the sideline that he gets a bit carried away. <laughs> he's,
0: a swinging like he's still good
1: yeah. in the moment, and his, his, his ability to move the de- defense around is still impeccable. It's actually putting pressure on his wide receiver core mm. to get them to drop it so he doesn't trust them. Because then that's when it gets interesting. Okay. Because when he loses trust, then he starts to think, come on, guys, get on board. Unfortunately, when he starts to lose
0: trust, he goes to Kelsey every time, which he he can do that even if he is feeling good. To keep poking holes into this so-called goat underdog, once the Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey relationship in the game, let's say in this specific game, once that partnership, if that breaks down, are the Chiefs in major trouble?
1: Well, it's not that they're in major trouble, but it's, it's how they're going to win the game. So we look at the partnerships here. What are the combinations that are going to be the most important in this game? And it's, there's one it's Patrick Mahomes and it's Travis Kelsey. That is the important They're the most important people in this game. Cause if we have a race to 30, like we did against the lions, mm-hmm. they've got to put up the points. The defense has been amazing for the chiefs all year. But they've got to put up points, and this is the combination that'll do it.
0: Yeah. And then to, to add to that, they've, they've struggled Travis, to put up 30 points this season. They've not been a high scorer this year.
1: No, and if we get into one of those competitions where it is high scoring, where it's a race to 30, this is the combination that has to get it done. So it's not that that's, they're going to they're fall over, but they are, the, they are the ticket to the win as well.
0: Yeah. yeah. So
1: uh, I think it's – we saw Travis Kelsey last week. He had one of the best defenders in Kyle Hamilton line up on him went for over 100 yards in a TD. These are dangerous players and they get bigger in these big games and they'll, they'll be fine with the underdog tag. They'll take it <laughs> and they'll, they'll use it to their advantage because they'll be there in the big moments. All right, Cad, who you got as the difference maker for the
0: 49ers? I think well, Christian McCaffrey is an obvious one. We've talked about him all season. He is the most reliable, the most automatic. He is your third and second down. The Niners can move the ball up so quickly between him and Debo and we watched that partnership go, but Christian McCaffrey's the engine that drives this. He's a passer, receiver, and catcher. He can do everything. We know he's going to be drilling it. Beyond him, I actually want to make my difference maker to what I think is going to change this game, being the 49ers' defensive line. I did say it in the intro. Their star started. They are up against a slippery quarterback. We know Patrick Mahomes likes to move out of the pocket. He's dangerous out of the pocket. Homie, he's only been pressured on 1.8% of his dropback passes, in the playoffs this year, of which he's played every game.
1: Yeah, but do you like do you think they can actually get to him? Because that's been the problem everyone's had so far.
0: Yeah. No one's getting
1: hands on him at the moment.
0: And that's the thing where we think, oh, they're getting to him. And he loops out around. He can either go for a run, he's been using his legs in a guy that doesn't seem that athletic, but he can move. Refs are telling him to slide early these days. So I know forty nine is fans, keep an eye on those yellow flags. But I think the 49ers D-line, they're going to have to be tough to break through the Chiefs O-line, but they're going to have to be so smart to contain Patrick's passing game because I don't know how they do it. No other team has seemed to manage to wrangle him in, but if they can get to him, they'll stress him out a little bit, and I think they kind of squeeze out some lower-quality offense that we kind of saw in the regular season.
1: I am looking forward to Nick Bosa lining up on Taylor uh, because Taylor's been the most penalized player in the league so far, so we might see a bit of laundry thrown around in this game. But that's one that I'm excited about because I do want to see if they can get at him. Like I want to see if they can get a hold of them. Did and you I see uh, that's where
0: Did you see what Nick Bosa yeah. said in his interview when he was asked about the Chiefs O-line? Nah. They just said one comment they go, What do you think about the opposition's O-line? He goes, Well, they hold a lot. And that's all he said. Just put <laughs> put it out there. Put it out there to the world. So oh,
1: he's just telling the rest, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. You reckon they'll line up and just point at him, yeah,
0: won't yeah. they? Told him.
1: Give me that. Give me that. All right, Cab, we spoke about it earlier, and so we need these teams to get off to a great start. Who's that one player you want to see the the ball in their hands early? Who's that one player for, and it doesn't matter which team.
0: It's Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to say for 49ers, I'm going to go Ayuk, because I think if we see him early involved in the game, it's like, okay, let's go. It's not just the Debo McCaffrey show. or And also Kittle could be an option there, but I think Ayuk on a long ball, I want to see them put that threat out there, scare the Chiefs a little bit, thinking how are we going to play this defense because they've got options coming from everywhere.
1: That's a good one. I'm going to go Rashi Rice because I, I think if he can get into the game early and be a threat, that could be a really exciting one. I just think he's a, he's an exciting player and if he gets involved, he got to be banged up last week. So I want to see a bit of action early from him and a bit of confidence on the big day.
0: I thought you would have gone with uh, Marques valdez Scantling because Holmes rule, as they said on the show last week. If he catches, Hobby's rule is if MVS catches the ball, the Chiefs win the game, and so far he's been right because, you know, we saw MVS dropping them early in the season, but he's quick, he's out of them, he's out deep trying to collect these balls, and if he gets them. They're running pretty damn close to a touchdown, if not in the end zone.
1: You watch for that big moment. It's going to <laughs> MBS. It's going to. Oh, it's going to be 50% on the third down. So maybe it'll be MVS to keep it up at that percentage or it's going to drop to 20. Yeah. It'll be exciting. Before we head off to our little predictions, give us a couple of matchups that you're most excited to see in this game.
0: Well, speaking of IUK, it's kind of that whoever Legere Sneed marks up against. That's the one I've been and really enjoying watching Sneed play this year. He's... You know, stands alone as a bit of a superhero out in the backfield, and has the most notoriety for disrupting players, as we know with that Zay Flowers knockout before in the AFC conference game. I'm really excited for that one. I think as well, if we are on roll versus roll, I'm looking at Pacheco versus McCaffrey. I know it seems slanted, but oh, Pacheco is undervalued and underrated here.
1: This is so exciting. The two run games will be,
0: oh, it'll be the it'll
1: it'll decide the game yep. in one way or another. Because we've got two different styles. You've got Isaiah Pacheco, outside zone runs, plays to the perimeter, blocks and cuts back. What are the 49ers been poor at? Defending that in the yeah. postseason. <laughs> and we've got CMC, he'll do under-center runs. Who's been poor at that all season? The Chiefs. They can't cover that either. you you think, if, be-
0: you think, though, with the 49ers' defense, you've got the best running back in the world to train with. You're meant to be able to block him and then you could block anybody. Well, they were
1: great in the regular season, but the script has been flipped. We got to the (laughs) postseason and these two have gone a different direction. They've confused us all. So that's why we get this beautiful matchup Mm. because we've we've got questions to answer and they are the two best teams to answer these questions. I can't wait for it. Probably the matchup for me that I really want to see is the effect that Travis Kelsey or George Kittle will have on this game. Probably the two best tight ends in the game. And I'm not talking about their catching. I'm talking about their blocking here. We hmm. saw last week Travis Kelsey got angry. He looked great. <laughs> he looked great blocking. And then we saw George Kittle go up against Aiden Hutchinson and light him up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a tall, tall order, isn't it? It feels unsafe That is massive. Yeah. And, and the Kittle is one of those players, you know, we, we've talked about it before. They don't use him if they don't need him. But when he's there, nah. he's great for a 30-yard pass. Two or three of them he can collect each game if he wants to. He doesn't need that much receptions to get 100 yards on his stats. I really want to see Kittle. It who was, it was going to pick for who I wanted to see? But I think Ayuk is more valuable in just the early opening play.
1: If you see CMC so hit a seam, Look out who's blocking for
0: that yeah, most Kittle's going. He's going downfield yeah, you know, for the Look block. out for that. That is a moment.
1: <laughs> and then the probably the last one that I think might have a factor on this game is Chris Jones versus the right guard. They, uh, <laughs> they are not good a right guard here. And uh, I think Chris Jones might have a day when he lines up there. So let's watch out for that one.
0: Just watch for a masterclass on defense, I think, both those guys out there. Sneed, Chris Jones. There's just so many big fellas. And the whole 49ers D-line. It's going to be a great game. I reckon we're in for some big hits homie you go with your head here not your heart how do the chiefs win this game
1: it's a simple factor here there's a player that's one of one there's a player that is not willing to lose a game and and has evolved in this season that player is patrick mahomes he is the play, he is the most important player on this field he is his ability to move defenses his ability to create spaces and his ability to raise everyone around him we've seen the chiefs evolve this year their offense They've been able to win games when they shouldn't win. Mm. And this has created a new arm for Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't always play like that, the the hero status. He will make those hero plays. He's a situational player, but he doesn't push the envelope. He uses his legs when he needs to. He uses a run. He uses the players around him and elevates them. If they're not scoring, he'll control the clock. Mm. And this is where they can win the game as well. So Patrick Mahomes, he's the number one thing for the Chiefs here. The defense will keep him in the game, but oh, he'll yeah. win the game
0: for them. I think it's a fair goal. and like you know, people might be wanting a you know different outside the box. And how it's so obvious—it's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He is.
1: If it's not him, it's Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> because if <laughs> it's, if it's right, not him, it's not else. Kelsey,
0: because it means yeah. Kelsey are getting that yeah. ball. Yeah, that's right. So it's Pacheco. So that's <laughs> the, the. I'm sorry, it's that easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll go into 49ers. My strat here already talked about the defensive line stepping up hugely, but I think on offense. I wouldn't put it on Purdy. I know. I think he's a great quarterback. I don't believe this whole he's a system quarterback, everything like that. But he has so many superpowers around him. I think it's in the playing calling and how they use McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. You have two players interchangeable in the same role. They can run. They can catch. Especially those check down passes across the middle where we know Purdy loves to throw it. That's their superpower. Disguise it. Hide it. Start tricking us with these guys who are just X-Factors. And, you know, that's going to make people's lives really difficult because if we bring Legereus Sneed in to come contend in the middle to try take one off those guys, hopefully Aiyuk's open, try get them out there, or Jennings as well. Just try open up that deep threat. What a matchup. And what a what matchup,
1: a- <laughs> oh, This is a big time game, isn't it? This is incredible. Mm. All the stars, all the names, all the factors, all the questions yet to be answered. Mm. That's what makes it exciting, and we haven't even – we haven't even touched on the special teams.
0: No, we haven't even touched on special teams. And I'm going to say best punter the best punter out there is Mitch Wisnowski. That's not biased because we're Aussies. He's been having some spectacular kicking these days.
1: Yeah, and then on the other side of the fence, we've got um, the kicker for the Chiefs. Um, yeah,
0: Harrison Butker. He's Harrison Butker, very automatic. Yes, he's,
1: yeah. he's been having a great back half this season. He's been incredible. This game will come down to, a one, to one play. Yeah. We spoke about it last week, though, and who do you want in that two minute warning? And it's, oh, it's hard to go faster, Chiefs, isn't it?
0: Yeah, well, you know, two minute offense, Mahomes runs it better than most, you know, at two minutes but to him, isn't it? We eternity. saw Purdy
1: answer us last week. We yeah. know they can do it now. <laughs> what an exciting matchup this is, K.
0: Well, homie, it is the last game of the year. The final pick. You can go with your heart on this one. Who's going to win?
1: I'm going the 49ers. I'm keeping my prediction alive. I want to see an Aussie win as well. Mm-hmm. It's their time. I don't think this list ex- exists mm-hmm. again after this season. I think Christian McCathery is the best at his position, and I think at one moment he will cut this game up. I just think it's, a, it's going to be a massive, but that's me, Kat. Who are you got? Your last one, last pick.
0: Well, if you uh, cast your mind back to the first game of the year, I picked the Chiefs to lose, and I'm doing it again. I'm picking the Chiefs to lose. Let's go Niners all day. Book them. We're going to get it right. I got all the tips wrong in the middle of the year, but I'm going to bookend it with a correct tip on the end. It's their time. I want this dynasty to end. Chiefs, scary, undeniable. Such immense pressure coming into this game for the 49ers, going up against historical contenders in the start of a dynasty that people think are going to come through. I want them to lock the gates. I want them to stop it in its tracks. It's
1: really hard. Obviously, we we look at a lot of the media and, they're all telling us the Chiefs are going to win.
0: Little, I mean, there's been 15 analysts on ESPN who put on the same document and only one or two of them went for the Niners here.
1: It sort of tells me that it, like they're saying that history is going to repeat itself, but these are two different teams now. Yeah. Like as we've highlighted, there's, there's different factors in this game and I just, I'm just excited to go watch it now.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I've, I've, this has gotten me even more confused. So I hope, I hope we've hopefully cleared something up for you, maybe built swinging one way or the other. If you're listening, but it's all on the table for the boys to just play it out. Now we can just enjoy the game.
1: Yeah, and we better tell people
0: how to watch the game. Let's get into it. All right, homie. We can relax a little bit. The game review is done. Why don't we focus on the Super Bowl day itself? One of the few Mondays we look forward to in uh, in the year 12th of February. 10am, everything kicks off. We say that get your leave in now if you haven't. But homie, people will be wondering, let's kick it off. What should they do? Go to the pub, watch it at home. Well,
1: I'm a big believer in going to the pub.
0: <laughs> for sport. <laughs> for sm- <laughs> or just
1: generally. Oh, sorry. For sport. Yeah, no, sorry. I thought it was just a general question you wanted no, to no, ask
0: me. In relation to the Super Bowl. Oh, right. <laughs> okay, let
1: me get back on topic here. Yes... I'm a big believer in going to the pub for the Super Bowl. There we go. <laughs> I think no, it's it's a I think you've got to get that environment. You wanna be around you could sit at home and you can hear the commentary. Okay, if you really want to hear the game, stay home. Yeah. It's much better. You can get all the commentary, you can understand it a bit better. But if you just want to enjoy the vibe, head down to the pub. There's so many events on this year. Yeah. I haven't seen there's Craig, there's one at Marvel here. There's a there's a
0: I think every pub in Newcastle has some sort of Super Bowl event on with different activities and everything. Like, anywhere you're at, it's going to be on. I think as well, like, the NFL community is a little strange. There's a bunch of outcasts who kind of get into this game. When you get to see the whole group at the pub, they're super fans. There's people who know everything. They're happy for a chat. They'll all have their jerseys on. No matter if your team isn't playing in the bowl, Wear your team's jersey out there because in Australia we don't get that opportunity too much.
1: I mean, if you were a Cowboys jumper, you probably have to stand in the corner.
0: That's yeah, don't, the that's why it. I should clarify that. Everyone yeah. wear your jersey unless you're a Cowboys fan because it's just not yeah. the way to make friends really.
1: And I know you Cowboys fan are going to wear your stuff. So we
0: know you're there. <laughs> yeah, we get it. You're a, we can tell when you just walk in the pub. Yeah. You don't have to tell us about it.
1: <laughs> And don't probably the other thing as well. Don't say hello to Raiders people on the way there because you're not sure they're going to
0: the. Yeah, pub. they don't even like know the Super Bowls not, on. Actually, that is not
1: a given that they're a, they're
0: supporting <laughs> the Super Bowl. So be careful with that one. So you're excited for the halftime show? Throwing it back a little bit. Yeah, what's it with this, Usher? <laughs> I was surprised by this. I, you know, I don't if, get it. Yeah, I don't get it. I, I thought this was a really strange pick. Like, when was the last time he? Put our song out. Like I know when they like the Rolling Stones played one year. It was like okay, maybe they haven't had a hit in a while, but they're the Rolling Stones. Like, I I but he's associated
1: with the city or the state, right? And so, what's Usher got to do with Las Vegas? Was he? Was he in residence there or something? Or?
0: Where's our Elvis impersonators? That's what I'm. I saying. don't
1: saying. know. There's so so <laughs> many factors. I thought that Dolly Parton could have
0: rolled out. It was so They put the her season. out of the the cowboy. Yeah, one. she was great. She was great. But
1: uh, it's a strange one here. But it should be good though. It'll yeah, good. I, I'm It'll sure be it's to be a show. Do
0: you have any yeah. um, Do you have any guesses on who will bring out with him? You know, it's usually a guest, except oh, for obviously Riri just yeah. went solo. Well, her special guest was her baby because she was pregnant at the time.
1: Yeah, you got me on the spot here. I got nothing with Usher. Um, I've, I've got Drake. Justin Bieber
0: is a, a Drake. Drake's a bigger artist than Usher. He can't bring someone. Actually, that would no, be pretty funny, though, right? He could, and that just destroys my theory. Um, in the family, we're talking. We thought Justin Bieber might come out because Usher uh, found him back in the day. If you cast your mind back to the, when Justin Bieber was discovered, but I think Justin Bieber's then the headliner, not Usher.
1: Yeah, that would overshadow you for sure. You gotta, you gotta bring someone below your like pedigree. some degre like gonna...
0: Ludacris or something like yeah. that.
1: Luder. Luder. Yeah, Luda, Luda, yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one, but I guess will Taylor be there though? That's probably he'll oh. get outshadowed. <laughs> He's already got to get outshadowed, isn't he? Have you
0: Have you seen this? Uh Yeah, Taylor Swift. Have you seen the, all the videos online of the Tw- Swifties' math that they've been doing? Oh, I've loved it.
1: I've, yeah. I've loved it. The Thirteen Factor. The um Tokyo, thirteen hours away. What have we got? What's the are We fifty eight. and 13. 13. Good math. It's it's a full Swifty
0: conspiracy theory that's going on here. Um, But we know she will make it to Australia afterwards. Uh, She's bouncing from Tokyo to US to Australia just to see Travis Kelsey play. Jason will be there in fine form, probably on his best behavior. (laughs) Mama Kelsey. Mama Kelsey Kelsey Kelsey. will be there. And hopefully Kylie as well. Kylie Kelsey too. Um, Homie, we know we've got some rookie fans. People attending the NFL for the first time. They're going with, you know, their boss, their colleagues, their mates who are super into the NFL. We kind of thought people need a bit of help here because I've gone to AFL games with you and not have much knowledge. I want to yell out. I have no idea what to say or when to say it, so I yell ball every other half second. makes no sense and makes me look like an idiot, so we should be helping people out here.
1: Yeah, that's probably my fault i tell you to do it. (laughs) Say it now, Kat. (laughs) Yeah, go now. Everyone will love it. Everyone will love it. (laughs) Well, I've got some for the Chiefs. I'll, I'll go with some Chiefs fans one if you want. Yeah, I've got some yeah. of you. Yeah, yeah. This is what I'd be spruiking for sure. This is a dynasty team. Yeah,
0: this dynasty, dynasty team. Team, team. Yeah, yeah, dynasty team. Yeah, we're going to get
1: dynasty. Oh, four out of the last five. Yeah. That's, you know, we're in that. In that's how many Super Bowls we've been in. Oh, Rashi Rice. It's his first
0: season, but I, <laughs> I picked him. I picked him. He was I, be I called that early in the draft. Yeah, that yeah,
1: <laughs> was a great one. And... uh Oh, Travis Kelsey is Jason Kelsey's brother.
0: Like definitely- <laughs> Don't say that last one. If you say Sorry. that last one, people are going to think you, you've 100% cheated on this test. Um, I've got one for 49ers fans. Christian McCaffrey's automatic. If you see Christian McCaffrey do anything, just say the word automatic afterwards. People will just be Good. like, yes, of Good. course. It's a simple one. You can't really screw it up. In fact, you can say automatic pretty much anywhere in a game. Um you might want to brag, drop in that you went to school with Mitch Wisnowski, especially if you're from Perth. No one will check. No one will know. Yeah, just say stuff a long way away, Mitch so Wisnowski's Aussie it. and I went to school with him. And uh, my personal favourite that Homi and I yelled at when we were watching the Chiefs versus the Dolphins was about time the Chiefs caught one.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's good, isn't it? It, it, oh, like, like it makes
0: that. no sense because they've been catching for the past playoff series, but it still stings a little bit. Just jabs them just a touch. All right, should we throw out some general ones just for, these are know, the just big for ones. general banter? General yeah. banter, you'll get away with these ones easy. Uh, I think the most classic and the most famous one, homie, is big third down here. Oh, you'll hear that I say so it many still. times. Anytime it's third down, just say big third down here because they're all big because if they don't make it on third down, they have to give the ball away nine times out of ten.
1: One of my favorites is... Um, Oh, we need a touchdown here. <laughs> <laughs> of course we need a touchdown here. We're behind or we're in front. And we need whatever. Yes, we need a touchdown. We that need is a touchdown correct.
0: Here. I don't yell it until they're at least at the 30 or 40 yard line. Like, no, go me.
1: early, I say, go early." They <laughs> don't receive let the it, punt. Don't let them back.
0: We need a touchdown here. Oh, good. Uh if nothing's going your way, if the refs are in your way, especially if you're a 49ers fan, the NFL is scripted. That's simple as that. You can say it anytime you like. Yeah, you can
1: strip your colors off, throw it on the ground, say the NFL scripted, and then leave. <laughs> that's it. You're uh, within your rights. It's fine. Everyone will accept it. Little topical one here, you know, that'll show you depth of conversation. Mm. Running backs should get paid.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good yeah, one. It shows you yeah, can. Running as backs well. should get
1: paid. Yeah, yeah, they're underrated. They're undervalued.
0: That's a good one because that was a very hot topic at the start of the season that I think if yeah. you bring it back to the, the negotiation, and you can do that anytime Christian McCaffrey or Pacheco do anything, which they will a lot. they will be game. in the game. Yeah, they'll be in the chances. game. Go um, for it. Anytime that you don't like anything that's happened to your team if they're on offense, just say it's got to be holding. It's a holding penalty. Yeah. They oh they didn't see it. That was holding for sure. That was that's a good one, actually. <laughs> you can pretty, pretty much good. yell it accurately on every play as well, because someone's holding.
1: One of my favorites would have to be though. When they don't go on fourth down and you say, I would have gone on fourth down. Yeah, yeah. That's after we're, after they run the, Yeah. Yeah. After they punted the ball away and you saw Mitch get out there, you'll still say, Oh,
0: we're I would gone have gone for that. it on fourth down for
1: yeah. sure. All right, Cad. Finish him off. When all else fails, what do we do? Let's
0: go. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, let's go. Exactly. It's 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 automatic. Let's
1: do it Oh, he's already in mode Well done, you're over and about I'm Too ready. early, Ken have got a few days so excited have got a few days
0: <laughs> Well, I'll be seeing you very soon, Mr Holm Arriving at Newcastle Airport We're going to have a good weekend together But We've actually got another episode Before the game itself That we will be dropping on Thursday It's our look back at everything we've done this season What we got right, homie And uh, Majority of <laughs> what, what we, we go got wrong, wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, it's going to be a fun one. But before that show, we'll wrap this one up with our very excited, we're going to announce the winner of the NFL jersey from our giveaway competition. Drum roll, please, Cad. All right. The winner is Lockie J. Yeah. We
0: won't
1: say full names
0: just in case, case. but if you were Lockie J and we'd DM'd you. you... There you go. Yeah, so it'll
1: be later today, actually. So uh, if you're listening now, I'll send it a DM to you. And uh, we've got a Chiefs fan here by the looks of it. So oh, I'd no. better get that astray. I'm pretty Post sure it's thing. in the terms and
0: conditions that we don't give these out to Chiefs fans.
1: No, I don't.
0: Yeah. It's scripted, I would say. <laughs> this is scripted. <laughs> well, congratulations, Lucky, on winning our giveaway. Definitely not the last one we're going to do. Probably one heading into next season as well. So keep your eyes peeled on our Instagram for that one. It's been a big show, Cad. We better wrap this up. Let's go. One, two,
1: three, four. Thank you for listening to this episode of Onside Punt.
0: Remember, whether you're a diehard fan or just getting started on your NFL journey, we've got you covered.
1: Remember to subscribe to our podcast. Follow us at Instagram at Onside Punt. Thanks, Almi. Thanks, Cad. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs>